Welcome to Go Deeper, I'm your host Esperance. Today we're going to be talking about the Sadducees, who are a group of people found in the New Testament. We're just going to be talking about what they believed um, and who they were and how their beliefs reflect some Christians today. So I think in the New Testament, we were most familiar with uh, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Um, so just like there were the Pharisees, the Sadducees was also another group that were from wealthy priestly families. Um, and they also had more political influence than the Pharisees. The Pharisees had more influence with regards to religious uh, matters, whilst the Sadducees were more political, politically they had more political influence and they were from like wealthy families and they also had uh, control of the priesthood so they were also um, from priestly families so the Sadducees were also part of the Sanhedrin the Sanhedrin was like a council Um, it consisted of 70 members so you had priests, you had the high priest also, you had the Pharisees the Sadducees, scribes um, and this were part of this council, um, what you would call today like a parliament or a senate in some other countries. But they only had control over religious cases or religious matters. So when it came to anything else other than religious uh, quarrels, disagreements, things that go with the Jewish tradition, they could not... Um, like reside over the, the, those cases they had uh, the, they had to give those to the roman to the romans at that time who were who were in uh, power so unlike the pharisees who um had extra like traditions that they believed in that were passed on from like their fathers or uh, teachers, rabbis, and they held those traditions as uh, doctrine. The Sadducees rejected those traditions, and they probably believed in the Pentateuch, which is the first five uh, books of the Bible, and that is that is uh, the reason that they believe that they probably rejected the resurrection because um, they believe that the, pen- the the resurrection of uh, the dead is not explicitly like shown or talked about in the Pentateuch which is actually a matter that they do discuss with Jesus in Mark and um, Jesus shows them that the resurrection is actually emphasized also in the Pentateuch. That's all for the introduction of the Sadducees. We're going to get into the passage in Mark 12, 18 to 27. So it says, Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to him and questioned him. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife behind but no child, that man should take the wife and raise up offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first married a woman and dying left no offspring. The second also took her, and he died, leaving no offspring. And the third likewise, none of the seven left offspring. Last of all, the woman died too. In the resurrection, 
when they rise, whose wife will she be, since the seven had married her? Jesus spoke to them, Isn't this the reason why you're mistaken? You don't know the scriptures or the power of God. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, having children in the book of Moses, in the passage about the burning bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are badly mistaken. So, um, first of all, we have to understand, those are the Sadducees who don't believe in the resurrection. When they are asking this question about um, this woman who married seven uh, men or seven brothers, they were asking a trick question. They don't believe in the resurrection, and so they wanted to show it to show Jesus how ridiculous it is to believe in the resurrection using this um, example, this story as um, an example. So the Sadducees are clever in that they're using actually scripture. So they're quoting Deuteronomy 25, verse 5 to 6. It's um, a law that is given, right? Uh, and it says that if a man dies without an offspring, his wife is to get married to his brother-in-law and the first child that they have together is going to bear the name of the late husband so that this is done to preserve his name and his lineage so they bring in then the question of um, so this woman got married her first husband died the brother-in-law takes her in they don't have a child he dies uh, seven brothers and I mean the other there yeah so she gets married to um, the first until the seventh and they all die and the woman also dies so then the question of the resurrection comes in the Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection because they thought that it's not in the Pentateuch so Jesus quotes Exodus 3 6 which is also uh, a passage in the Pentateuch and this is the passage of the burning bush where God is speaking to Moses and he uses the present tense and saying I am the God he doesn't use uh, the past and saying that I was a God but the present tense signifying that um, Abraham Isaac and Jacob they continue to live on even though they are dead in the in the flesh showing that there is an afterlife there is a, a resurrection so jesus meets them on their own grounds that they don't believe the resurrection is in in the pentateuch but jesus shows them that it is even it's there in exodus but we can even use the passage earlier on in um in genesis about enoch enoch who doesn't die but is taken by god um this also shows that there is an afterlife the sadducees did not believe in this they they believe that uh, when you die your soul dies with your body there is no afterlife there is no resurrection but jesus here is showing them that they were mistaken in their beliefs but how does this reflect some christians today or how does it even apply to us today well first of all the sadducees used this uh they used scripture but they selected 
which passages they were they wanted to use to support their own uh beliefs or agenda even the same is is evident today we see so many christians who use um certain parts of the bible to support their agenda who use selective script like selective uh, scripture so you select a certain passage because you wanted to say what you believe um or what is your agenda without uh, consideration for the rest of the bible or for the the other scriptures and this is actually what jesus says you don't know when he talks to the sadducees in verse 24 jesus spoke to them isn't this the reason why you are mistaken you don't know the scriptures or the power of god they didn't know scripture because they uh, were selecting which scriptures they supported or they believed in because of their own agenda or their own presuppositions and this is also the same uh, with Christians today sometimes we have our own presuppositions our own ideas and agendas and we want to use scripture to support that without consideration for the rest of the other scriptures and what they say because I support the certain agenda I will use uh, the Bible and the script and the, the certain uh, verses and even take them out of context sometimes to mean what I wanted to mean and not what it intended what it's what it's um, actual meaning is the next thing that Jesus says is that they don't know the power of God. Um, so it's easy to, th- to, to to say that, well, the afterlife is uh, something that we can't really um, describe, that, that we can't, our imagination cannot attain it or we can't really describe it. But we have to know that God is not limited to our, uh, our thinking. God is not limited by our own limitations. So if I'm limited in my thinking, does not limit God in doing something that is extraordinary. So um, when we look at the Bible, we look at, we see miracles, we see um, creation, all those different things that if we try to put it in a human perspective, we will not understand. But that does not mean that God cannot do it. So my limitations do not limit God so if i have a hard time understanding uh, certain things in the bible it does not mean that they're not biblical and that they're not true it's just my shortcoming in that i don't understand but it doesn't mean that it's not true so this is something that we have to understand that we cannot come with presupp- with our own presuppositions and then try and take certain uh scriptures or certain verses in the bible to support our own agenda that's um not acceptable if i can say that it's actually wrong to do so so secondly i cannot uh hold something to be unbiblical just or not true just because i don't because of my own feelings or because of my own opinions and we see this every day that i feel like this is not right but the question is what does the bible say leaving our feelings aside and our own opinions leaving my own limitations and my own uh, misunderstandings or shortcomings aside what does the bible say about this right well we can take for instance an example um some people don't believe in hell and they will use probably scripture just to defend their position but the 
if you ask them why don't you believe in hell well the answer that they will give you is not because it's not found in the bible it's because they feel that god cannot send people to hell that's because of their feelings and their opinion but it's not based on biblical truth and so we should uh, actually be careful on how do i take the message that is in the bible do i just have my own ideas and then uh, support them with scripture and am I trained to just run my own agenda do I uh, have my own feelings and opinions and then say that because I feel this certain way then the bible must be wrong if it says otherwise Before I end this episode, I just wanted to thank you for listening. And if you haven't uh, heard or listened to the Modern Day Pharisees episode, I will also suggest that you go and listen to it. Mm